Here we go. Welcome back to No Stone Unturned. Back with another episode, Mr. Grumpy himself, Cynic. And I'm the optimistic asshole that believes we can change the world. Let's have some fun. Fuck. Fuck. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. You are not a Jedi yet. Julia place to have a party. And curiosity often needs to trouble. Totally redeem yourself. Doc, check me out. I got a fat voice. Now actually, it is absolutely absurd to say that we came into this world. We didn't. We came out of it. Out of it. Out of it. It is absolutely absurd to say that we came into this world. We didn't. We came out of it. back with another episode episode two welcome to the no stone unturned lounge and i got i got a fan <laughs> or i have a critic i should say oh <laughs> yeah, i know you out there i heard your feedback <laughs> i just wanted to address the feedback let her know i did hear a feedback i did appreciate it thank you keep it coming keep it coming man some sad news that we're going to chat about today. But before we get into the sad news, Cynic, we're going to keep it light. And we're going to get into a little bit of a fun fact. Cue the music. All right, well, let me get my fun fact ready, though. Alright, so today's fun fact is Ketchup was once sold as medicine The condiment was prescribed and sold to people suffering from indigestion Back in 1834 What? Yo How did we even get this far as a race? As, as a human race? I don't understand <laughs> And now we fucking use it for fries <laughs> I would think that shit would cause indigestion Or maybe the, it was different back then Maybe it didn't have as much sugar as it does these days I mean, I'm sure it was a different You know, it's like Coca-Cola at first had a little bit of that sugar bug in it, baby, and now stuff. it doesn't, you know, <laughs> now it doesn't, so I'm sure the the ingredients have changed over time, but the inception of it, the reason it was created was to uh, help people, it was prescribed to people, will help them with indigestion, there you go, I can talk now. That was a good fun fact, did you know Thank you. that, I don't know, this might be an old wife's tale, but if you have heartburn, a teaspoon of mustard sets you right. That's so crazy because does it like sometimes if I eat yellow mustard, it'll trigger heartburn. Uh, maybe that American shit is not the right shit. I don't know. But. <laughs> I don't eat mustard too much anymore. But yeah, that's why I like the, like the brown mustard. Is it like yellow mustard or like spicy mustard? It's definitely not spicy. I think it's just whatever, whatever, quote, normal mustard is. So I guess it's yellow. Let us know, guys. Does mustard give you heartburn? I've used it to counteract heartburn. And it's helped? It has helped more times than not. not I always. barely get heartburn anymore, bro. That's true as well. I barely do as well. But when I did, when I was uh, getting it a lot for some reason, probably my diet, I don't know. Um, yeah. I started looking up like, what the fuck? What can I do about this? And that was one of the things I found. There was a time that I was bad, bro. That I couldn't I couldn't eat certain things because the whole night I would be up. You got to get that bacteria in the belly right, man. We got to talk about it. We got to balance that shit out. There's good bacteria and there's bad bacteria. And if your body's doing that, if you're having a lot of heartburn, that means that there's something in there that's not right. Obviously, your diet is attributing to that, but there's there's something out of balance. And rather than going to fucking using like Pepsi AC or something that I think now, I'm not going to say Pepsi per se, but I know there's something, one of those heartburn medications, Zantac has proven to give giving people cancer. Now there's a recall on that. Of course, we're not surprised about it. Something that came out on the States, FDA approved, <laughs> you know, went through with flying clutters and we find out 10 years later that hey, people are dying from it. I'm not surprised that it's happened. But rather than going and taking something like that or getting something prescribed, 
we talked about it in other shows as well, what probiotics do, you know, for us and how it helps our immune system and our gut health. So having a real serious conversation, people, rather than going to the medicine, let's try to figure out what the root of the issue is and let's try to address that issue. And I think we need to have that approach with 99% of our illnesses. Some things need medicine. And I'm not I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you not to take it. If it's dire need, if it's a severe situation, I'm all for it. But before we get there, let's stay away from those, those pills, man. Let's stay away from those quick fixes. Let's try to see what is happening, what's going wrong in there to get us to that point. Yeah. Because if not, I would still have heartburn like a motherfucker if I didn't address it. I mean, it's almost always that imbalance that you described always related to mm-hmm. your your health, I guess. Like your, your diet, how much exercise you do or whatever, how healthy you, the kind of lifestyle you have. That's what I'm trying to, to, to say. Your gut health even has a connection to how you feel. It's connected to the brain. I think of them at least as two separate things, but they're very intertwined. And yeah, man, a lot of it starts in the core. So, hey, listen, little no stone unturned MD. Know how we got there. My take on it is within moderation. That's kind of how I see it. Because at the end of the day, like if we had really a proper life healthy lifestyle diet and everything exercise then we should need even probiotic right 100 percent. so there's always going to be you know you you tip a little bit more on this side because you know whatever you're splurging because whatever then okay you got to do something else on the other side to try and find the balance but if of course if your lifestyle is just always eating shit drinking no exercise then yeah, you might as well get a subscription for Pepsi AC or whatever the fuck it's called and all the other things. I think on the bottle it says take one before each meal and I'm already at a point that I could take one a day or one every other day and still be good. At the beginning, I had to take it after each meal because it was doing that work. But I've been taking them for so long now that I can now, I can, no, I don't need to take it today. I'll take it tomorrow. And obviously you combat that with, you know, proper dieting and make sure we're not doing things to entice it. But fuck, if I want to eat that red sauce, I can eat that red sauce now and not die. Mm. Before it was like, oh, it's nine o'clock. Do I want to eat that now? (laughs) You know? Because I know what this is going to mean at night. It was fucking horrible. All right, people. All right, enough of that. So, yeah, ketchup, man. Bam. And I love ketchup. You know I fucking use a ketchup on rice and beans. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. Go get yourself a spoon for the ketchup, people. And let's keep the show going. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get rolling here. Well, I think the elephant in the room, Cynic, is uh, the verdict that came back this week, man. A lot of people are losing their minds over the verdict. And rightfully so. Because I think that was a real shocker. Mr. Should I say Mr.? This Fuck this guy, man. <laughs> Nicolas Cruz. Fuck this murderer. devil. Somehow, some juror or jurors, because they won't say who, obviously, or how many of them. I think it was one, but maybe we don't. We'll find out eventually. Yeah, it feels like it's one. If I don't know why, but it feels like there must... Cause maybe that's just human psychology where you feel like, yeah, there must be one asshole. Like everyone agrees that there's always one asshole. Or, or maybe the media has tipped off that it was one. Maybe. No, we've heard it somewhere, but you feel the same, I feel the same. You know, so yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. we'll eventually find out. So basically, dude was found uh, obviously guilty, but the, I mean, it wasn't about guilt. It was more about the, the sentencing, right? And um, everyone assumed he was going to get the death penalty. Florida. And he didn't get the death penalty because some holdout felt that the mitigating factors, well, it was a mix of things. One, the fact that he pled guilty, I guess, caught, got him some points. But mostly it was the mitigating factors from his childhood. Supposedly, he had issues all, even from birth where his mom supposedly was drinking alcohol when, he was, when she was pregnant with him. So he had fetal alcohol syndrome and then he had some other stuff and I don't know what and I don't know, I don't care. Point is, they use that as, a, as some sort of, well, that's what they're called, mitigating factor to say, look, he did something terrible. He should go to prison, but he shouldn't be killed because he kind of had a raw deal from his from the moment he was born. And he, he's he's broken somehow because of that. So we, he shouldn't be given the death penalty because of it. We always hear that the system is broken and this, that and the other. We've mentioned that a couple of times. Obviously, I think once again, it's proven that there's a lot of room for improvement. (laughs) He admitted he was guilty. We knew he was guilty. It wasn't a question of did he do it? We knew it was him. He pled guilty. Why does he need 
a team of attorneys to tell his side of it. It was all about the sentencing. I understand that. But then let's sentence him. Because what happens is that his attorneys now start digging into his quote-unquote past. And now they want to give this impression, well, he shouldn't die even though it's obvious that he should. And I don't give a fuck what you tell me. I love thy neighbor. I love my brother. I love my sister. I'm saying I'm not somebody who who wants to go around killing people. (laughs) It's not me. But when you go around and you do something like this, there's exceptions. And this is one of those fucking exceptions. So why do we have a team of people pleading his case? There is no case. It's always been known that defense lawyers or defense attorneys have kind of a shitty job because you're protecting the bad guy. That's known. And if you're on that side of things, you're, you're a shady lawyer. Fast talking New Yorker. Unless you're wrongfully accused, then you're the then you're the quote bad guy. Which does happen, and that's something that we got to talk about as well. That's a whole other can of worms. Maybe next episode we can do wrongfully accused. And you're right, there's exceptions to that. But in a case like this, where we know it's guilt, right? Like we we got him on video. Like everybody knows it was him. Mm-hmm. There's there's no way that we can we can say well th- we, this was pinned on him. Why do we have people talking about well? It with his childhood and, and this, that, and the other. Why do we have that defense, bro? Let's just go ahead and let's, let's fucking put him to the stake. There's nothing else to talk about. You're going to tell me that because his mom drank, which is fucked up. Not condoning that one bit, but you're going to tell me because his mom might have drank. Because I don't even believe that, allegedly. That it excuses him for killing 17 people, wounding 17 more, shooting 139 rounds. 139 times he pulled that trigger. The only reason he stopped is because he couldn't find anybody else to shoot. That's the only reason he stopped. It's because there was nobody left to fucking kill. Why are we sitting here talking about what the fuck happened when he was in the womb? Why are we giving this piece of shit any fucking pity? Mm. What are we telling to other shooters now? To other potential future mass shooters That, hey, you can go around killing people just as long as you said that your mommy didn't hug you when you were a baby. You'll be able to to, to be spared at least of your life. That's that's, that's the fucking message that we're giving to people. Yeah, I agree. It's not okay, man. It's not okay. And I know that defense lawyers were doing their thing. But if you pull them aside and you talk to them as a human being and you say, separate your job from what you think is fucking morally right or wrong. Nobody's going to tell you that this piece of shit should live. But now if my job is to save his life then I'm going to do everything I can to save his life because that's my job. Why put, Then why even have somebody in that situation? In a situation where we know it's him. Again, now, if we're trying to, de- to decide, did he do it, then different. I think everybody deserves a defense, but we knew it was him. There was no question. Mm-hmm. So now let's just put his ass to the fucking fire, man. What are we doing over here? And now because these defense attorneys are doing their job, now they're putting down into a juror's head. And all it takes is one. All it takes is one, Cynic. You're going to tell me that this piece of shit deserves to live? Come on, bro. The system is fucked up in more than one way. Not only the way it's structured, but because we let things like this happen. In Florida. I thought my Florida people were going to come through for me, man. I'm disappointed. You know. I'm sorry, bro. I know I went on a rant there, but. No, 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 no. no. Apologize. You're right. I think that shit needed to be said. And you said it better than I could have. There's, there's certain cases like this one where guilt is clear. It's clear. It's, it's a foregone conclusion. Um, the person that ad- admitted it, everyone knows they did it. The, the question just has to be really what should be the punishment for the crime, which is that what the whole purpose of the sentencing is. And it's kind of a no brainer. Nevertheless, um, I was just looking up something and, and, and realized that there is already information out about who, not with a name, but who was it that, that voted. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. What you Apparently got it was a female juror who apparently took a lot of flack rightfully so from the other jurors other jurors i guess so much so that she decided to like write a letter to the judge to try and explain that she really went into it as she swore she would go into it meaning open to the, to any option which is obviously bullshit she said in her letter that she did go in with fair mindset with an unbiased mindset and if she would have said when they were picking jurors that she could not in any situation vote for the death penalty, she never would have been on the jury. So that means she would she would have said that she could vote for death penalty, you know, in in a in particular circumstance. So we have to assume that that's also what she meant. She went in really prepared for either anything to happen, but doesn't explain 
how or why she ended up voting against it, but she was apparently, out of all the jurors, she was the one that was a hard no when it came to the death penalty. And then it turned out that two others joined her in that vote. Hard no meaning for her, there was no discussion. She was not going to vote for the death penalty. After after the, everything was over, when it came to time to vote in the, the jurors, for the jurors to vote. Um, she had decided, no, she, she's not going to do it. And apparently two other jurors joined her. So it became three that voted against death penalty. There's no way that you can tell me when they ask you the question, if the circumstances are right, are you willing to put somebody to death? And you say, yes. Which is the only way you make it to that juror. Mm-hmm. If you're a definite yes, regardless, they're not going to put you. If you're totally against it, they're not going to put you because you're swayed. They all said yes. Why do we have people protecting this piece of shit? Why are we putting lawyers in a position where they have to defend this piece of shit and find a loophole? It's like a game. Think about it. It's like a game. This is very simple, Cynic. Attempted murder, life. If you attempt to take somebody's life and are unsuccessful, you spend the rest of your life in jail for that for that error that you committed. If you take somebody's life, you're done. One. If you kill somebody, you're done. You're executed. That's the way it should be. Because no matter whether it was a mistake or not, you're changing somebody's life. You're leaving a family behind that's going to miss this person now. Maybe you did have a lapse in judgment. Maybe you were going crazy. Maybe you were temporarily insane. Maybe you weren't in your right head, but you still made the decision. And your decision impacted other people's lives. 17 families. 17. Not one, but 17 are going through that right now. Missing loved ones that aren't here anymore. What are we talking about, bro? If you take one life, kid, you should be donezo. <laughs> For real? Donezo. Fuck that, bro. What about the family that's left behind, Cynic? No, no, I, I, I don't disagree with you. That what if, what if somebody took my life, bro, and it was just me? You don't think that person should, should be canned? Yeah. You're gonna tell me what? Well, let's hear him out. Let's see what it was. See what happened. Why was he mad? <laughs> One life, bro. It's all it takes because there's somebody out there that's gonna be affected, bro. There's, uh, there's children. There's families. There's husbands. There's wives that their lives are forever changed because you had either a bad lapse in judgment or you're just a piece of shit. But we're not going to say, oh, he had a bad day. You know what? He, You know, chemically, there's things not going on in there. So we're not going to hold him fully accountable for his actions. What the fuck are we talking about here, man? That's like uh, eye for an eye. That's like uh, Bible shit. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to say that per se. But I'm saying so it. So what you want is a theocracy. You, you No, <laughs> come on, man. I'm just but when I put it to you like that, because I know it's 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 a little harsh when you say, damn, but all you gotta do is take one life. But yeah, that's one life though, bro. But no, but yeah, that's, I didn't want to make it sound know, like one life is come okay. On. Yeah, like, oh, it's just one. Like, <laughs> but that's all it takes. You need at least two. No, Can what I'm trying to say is that there are circumstances where it's not like you said, it could be have been an accident. Right, you're talking about murder, not something like I'm talking about intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like that's different. Like with the exception of DUI, because I think that's just as bad as having a gun, because you're being irresponsible, right? But if like let's say it's a car accident, you weren't under the influence, and unfortunately somebody perishes, that's completely different. That's fucked up. But when I'm trying, when I am going and I'm intentionally trying to kill somebody, what are we talking about here, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. What are we talking about? It should be it should be black and white. Why are we sparing people's lives? It's not about revenge, bro. Don't you think that if you were a mass shooter and we had that approach, damn, like, they ain't going to fuck around. If I do this, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to be the implications of this. You're saying you think it would deter? I don't know, because they're fucking crazy. Maybe it, it doesn't. I don't think it will. But regardless, it needs it needs to be put in place. That's how it should roll, bro. <laughs> One life and that's it. You're out of here. Yeah. Let's see if you want to go shoot up a school now, you piece of shit. And maybe you do want to die. Maybe that's your death. I heard that he wanted to die. That he wanted the, the chair, and that's why people are keeping him here to to have him. I heard everything. Oh, they just want to have him suffer. Mm. It's better to keep him around and have him suffer. I'm like, fuck that. No. What about those 17 other families, man? What What about the message we're sending forward? We know we're going to have more. Sorry to say it, but it's not going to be the last mass shooting. And unfortunately, it's not going to be the last school shooting. Because nothing has changed since the last one, which we spoke about as well. Mm-hmm. 
It's only a matter of time. The clock is ticking. What are we doing? What the pre- what's what president are we setting out there, man? So it's sickening, man. If if the death penalty doesn't stop them, if sending them away for life doesn't stop them, got to just exterminate them. Nothing seems to stop them. Like people want to do it, they're going to find a way to go out there and do it, especially when all the th- things that they need are available to them, from weapons to opportunity, whatever. So what do you do? We protect our children first. Before we even talk about protecting adults, or we first, we make sure our children are safe. That's one. And then we span out from there. So we first make sure that the schools are, are ready. And it's very cut and dry. You do this shit, you're done. That's it. If that's your death wish, homie, good luck to you. That's it. There's not going to be any loopholes. There's not going to be any, well, well, there's a defense attorney that's talking about his mom drinking and, and he didn't have a puppy when he was younger. There's a lot of people that go through worse shit, bro. There's a lot of people that have been through worse shit. And he was on the spectrum. How much other people are artistic or on the spectrum that don't turn out to be mass murderers that have had a worse childhood than he had? Why, 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 why are we doing this? Why are we playing this game? Why are we playing this game that, well, it's one point for this team and one point for that team? Why do we have people trying to prove his innocence? Enough to the point that they're good at their job and all they do, all they need to do is implant reasonable doubt into one of those jurors' heads. And that's it. It's game over. When on the other side of things, that you need to be undefeated on it. Everybody needs to be unanimous. Why are we playing this game? What are we doing, man? But why is it so exaggerated in the States? Like, it happens in other countries, but why is it so exaggerated in the States? The audacity? What? The audacity of us, like, to do the certain shit that we do, yeah, like... Yeah, why are there so many fucking school shootings, man? I mean, what the hell? What's the problem? I mean, that's 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 gun control, bro. It's, it's just, uh, it's the Wild West out here. I mean, it doesn't help, but these people are sick in the sense that, well, they're sick. Right. Something is fucking broken more than the rest of us, because we're all broken a little bit. But these guys are a little bit over the edge. If you take the guns away, which you should do, um, they probably just get knives because they're fucked up. Right. Something wrong. Yeah. He would have killed a lot less people, though, with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah. The guns just take that shit to a whole nother level. What's the point of having the death penalty? Like, if not in this situation, then when? Because I think it, it has to be optics as well. It has to be progressively where we've where we've come. Like, it's it feels like you're kind of hanging somebody. You know, the death penalty. You you think electric chair? Maybe we're we're too we're too far of a of a race now of a community of people to act barbarically that way. But barbaric acts deserve barbaric results and, and barbaric reactions to that act. Yeah, you know there are some people who don't agree with that, though. There are a lot of people who don't agree with that. That with the death penalty, period. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, Florida has it. Yeah, they're not all states have it. Not all I states know, have exactly. it. But still, it's, I mean, it's, it's the laws, right? The laws call for all the things that you mentioned. Yeah, the, the person to have a defense, the, 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 it's the jury to vote on it's the It's a fucking sentencing. game. It's so fucking outdated. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's fucking retarded, bro. It's a game. Like, I understand back in the day, like, we, you didn't have entertainment. You know, you need something to look forward to. Or you, you're, going to the, you're going to the hearing in three months there, chap. Of course. We're going to see him hang at the stake. That's all we had to fucking look forward to, maybe. I get it. But in this situation, when there is not a question of guilt, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Come on, let's say that, that we interview one of those lawyers 20 years down the line and we ask that lawyer, do you think that he should have gotten the death penalty? And that lawyer tells you yes. How dumb are we going to feel? The lawyer did their job effectively. Had had us thinking or had one or three people thinking that, huh, maybe, maybe he's not such a piece of shit. Yeah. But it's not the way the lawyer feels. It's the lawyer's job because the system has put this person in a place where that's their job to defend this fucking scum of the earth. But those type of people aren't making our race stronger. Those type of people that are like, oh, my God, the death penalty is wrong. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You can't paint it with a broad brush. And and I'm not somebody who wants to extinguish life. 
you know, even when I say that, there's a, you know, there's a big part of me that like, damn, that's heavy, man. You know, I'm always a believer that light pushing out darkness, right? So is it darkness <laughs> taking over darkness here? There's a part of me that's a little conflicted when I say that, but it's still the right thing to do. Maybe it's because it happened 20 minutes from where I live and it's national news. Maybe because 17 of those of those souls that died, one was part of, two of them were part of the band program. One March, one was with uh, the color guard. My community, my people. I've been to that school. I've taught camps. It, it's affecting me differently. I'm not watching it on CNN from a third-party point of view. This was in my backyard. I had friends that taught at that school exclusively that lost two souls to that massacre. And I don't want to say the names because I only remember one of the two and I don't want to discredit the second one, but two souls were lost. This is somebody that I know that I call a friend. This is affecting. This is why I feel so strongly about it. And if we don't have the guts to be like, hey, listen, assholes, if you're going to change somebody's life, if you're going to affect because it, it's the remnants of what's left behind. Right. If you're going to leave people picking up the pieces for the rest of their lives because you had a lapse in judgment, that's all it takes. So don't have that lapse in judgment. And is it is it going to deter all shoot? No, it's still going to happen because that's the craziness in them then we have to deal with those people accordingly because you're not contributing to society. You're not in a place where you're bearing any fruit. You are literally a cancer. So we have to eradicate you from the human race. <laughs> Hitler. I'm with you, bro. I'm serious, though, I'm bro. You, bro. Like, So don't fucking talk to me about no death penalty because I'm not one jumping to that. But in an extreme situation like this, then why do we have it? If not now, then when? If not now, then when? I think it's Florida. It's a failure of Florida. Yeah, but Florida is one of the only states that has the balls to have it, even though they're obviously not using it, because I think the optics of it is, is fucked up. Hold on quick. If he was black. That's what I was just going to say. I was going to I was waiting to bring that up, but I was like, do I want to introduce this hypothetical? Yes. Now it's introduced. I think if he was anything other than white, this would have been a foregone conclusion. He would have been fucking he would have been incinerated, bro. <laughs> They would have killed his ass in the courtroom. <laughs> they would have shot him at the school. He would have been dead. Think about it. If I'm a cop and you just shot 17 people, you think I'm putting you into custody? I'm going to kill you and I'm going to be like, well, obviously he was a threat. <laughs> so that's why I shot him. I'm, I'm not going to. He killed seven. Why'd you shoot him? Why'd you bring it? Because he killed 17 people. Yeah. Why aren't we doing that, though? Because no cop in that, in that situation is ever going to be blamed for neutralizing the threat, which is their job to do. It's not like, a, well, we got to review the body cam footage to see what happened here. No, we understand. We understand why, <laughs> why, why you shot him. Why are we doing it, though? Why are we protecting him? Maybe because he's Caucasian. Maybe. I mean, it's one of those things we can't ever prove, and I'm sure some people roll in their eyes as soon as we said it. But it had to be said. And as two dark-skinned individuals, people are always going to write that off. Like, oh, they're just playing the race card again. We need somebody <laughs> white to say it. But you're right. It begs the question. Would the outcome have been different? I think I, I, we could safely assume that it would have been. And believe me, this whole disadvantaged uh, childhood with fetal, fetal, fetal alcohol syndrome and all that, that shit wouldn't have made a lick of difference. Come on, bro. Yeah, it's fucked up. Bro, let me let me tell you, the, the area that he grew up in, he wasn't in, he wasn't on Section 8, Cynic. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't eating government cheese, bro. All right? This is a nice neighborhood in South Florida. We're talking about upper middle class. Come on, bro. What, you didn't get Legos when you were younger? That's what we're crying about over here? Maybe that's what it comes down to. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a question of how resilient someone is based on what they really had to endure as a kid. He carved a swastika into the gun. Did he now? He did. We're sparing this piece of shit? This is intentional, bro. <laughs> Why Why do we feel the need to be like, he just doesn't get it. There's something going on there. And although he's a hateful piece of shit, we, we got to do what's best for him because he just doesn't get it. Why do we feel the need to do that? If you're a racist piece of shit that has hate in your heart to the point that you're going to get a fucking weapon and exterminate 17 people, wound another 17 more, shoot 139 rounds to the school, why do we need to protect them? Mm -hmm. What are we doing, bro? I'm going to calm down, bro. I'm getting out. So let me ask you a question. Since we're on the death penalty topic, it, it, it's not about the death penalty, but it is about taking a life. Where are you on pro-choice and pro-life? 
Well, you want to lose all the listeners now, don't you? <laughs> hey, we'll take a turn. There here. goes the drop off. <laughs> oh man, um, the whole abortion thing, huh? I mean, I just think it's it's in a way connected. It's uh, connected, not you know, so I don't know tangentially. Maybe it's yeah, you know, it's taking a life because there are people who are pro life, which are usually the conservatives. I mean, let's just say that, right? But they're also the ones that are ready to put a motherfucker to death. <laughs> Quick like. <laughs> and I know that there's always like a, the circumstances, whatever, like something like this. Um, I'm much more understanding. Um, but still, it's like I'm curious where you stand on that. I think we can't paint that with a broad brush. We've talked about what if a woman is raped. To force that woman to have the baby it's a crime in itself. She's already endured enough, and now we're we're forcing. Now she wants to keep it. That's that's up to her. I don't think that should be a situation that that we make the call on that. But when we have maybe somebody who's very irresponsible and doesn't use birth control and doesn't protect themselves and uses that as a matter of birth, like as a means of birth control, I think we need to hold that person more accountable. I don't think we should let that person have eleven abortions. And I know not of people personally, but I know of people have had 11 abortions like just lost souls you know that aren't really thinking about the implications of their actions and they're not learning because anybody can have a mistake and i'm not saying whether or not you have a mistake it's right or wrong to have an abortion that's your decision i'm not going to get into it but anybody can have a lapse in judgment i was caught up in the moment oh shit we're here now fuck that's different i think that's up to 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 that woman it's up to that to that individual but i think that if Obviously, you haven't learned and you're keep, you're continuing to be in the situation where you end up pregnant. Then what do we do? Like, do we take that right away from that person? And now we have more kids in the system. Like, I, I don't think it's something that we can paint with just a black and white brush. I think it's very circumstantial. And I ultimately don't think that we should be making a decision for a woman and a, and a woman's body as long as the woman's in her right mind. Because mm-hmm. if you have somebody who's suffering from drugs who has an addiction that's that's carrying them on every day, they decide to sell their body on the street. And this person, for example, is falling into a cycle. We got to stop. We got to protect that person from themselves. They're sick. They're not understanding what they're doing. So the reason I brought it up, besides the fact that it touches on this taking a life topic, but I heard recently, yesterday, I think, one guy's take on it. And I guess I found it interesting. I'm not saying he convinced me, but I found it interesting because he was arguing he's pro-life and he's arguing that he's pro-life even in cases of rape, even in cases of incest, even like he, he has no exceptions. This guy's a fucking idiot. That's what you're saying. <laughs> because he says, if you if if you are for a life, then ending the life of a human, as he described it, you know, if it's a human being, ending uh, that life for whatever reason isn't. I mean, it's a contradiction, and and it's a it's a contradiction that goes directly to this is a person who isn't having a chance you know and you're just ending their life because the baby is a result of shitty circumstances but it's not the baby's fault that's his that was his point and i was like okay i understand where he's coming from with that and without saying i agree with him or not i wanted to hear your take on that no i get it man and it it is it sucks because that is a human being that wasn't asked to be brought into the situation when you put it that way i feel for that for that isolated soul I do feel for that, and, and it does make me look at it a little different. Like, I understand the argument. I get it. But for me, it's about that woman, man. You know, Is it going to be harder for her to carry on knowing that the child that she bears now, the child that she has, came from somebody who forced themselves on her? You know, human beings were very emotional creatures, man. We're very feely. <laughs> and I don't think that's a far stretch. I think... I don't know if I was a woman if I could be able to if I would be able to do that. Like how could you love this child? And maybe it just happens, you know, in the brain chemically. But for me, how how can you love this child that came from a, a an animal? Yeah, I mean, but you don't have to keep the child. But that's the argument though. Like in some cases they're they're not giving women that option. You could give birth and then put the child up for adoption. That's what I mean. But there's yeah, I I just feel like there's some women that are going to be all in. And it's if they're going to have it, they're going to keep it. And you're right, you can. Maybe that's the maybe that's the answer. Look, you you can always give the kid up for adoption and still give that kid a chance, but man, that's it's just it's a it's a it's a 
It's dirty We're still business. forcing her to have it, though. We're still making that decision for her. And she's not a crackhead on the on A Street that we have to make a decision for because she's not well. This is like a, a normal person that's a victim. And we're making that decision for her. That that doesn't sit well with me. Even though the adoption idea is a good idea because the kid still gets to live. And that kid could be fucking, that kid could change the world one day. Just because their dad was a piece of shit doesn't mean that kid's going to be a piece of shit. That's not a bad idea, but us making that decision for her is why I think it's a little fucked up. It's a little like 1800s, you know? Here he, here he. We we could like wash our hands of it and say let her make the decision, and then she's responsible for ending a life, and then it's fine because she decided to end the life. I'm being a little provocative here. Sorry, I'm just no, no, I like it, but it's <laughs> but it's her. She's the one in the situation, so she should have. It's not like we're asking Susie. Hey, you're not attached to the situation. Why don't you make the call? You know, this is the person that's going through it. This is the person that's holding the child for nine months. That's why I think she should have that choice. Because you know how you said humans, like, we're emotional, right? We're emotional. And, and we are. Mm-hmm. It's also really easy for us to shut off those emotions in the right circumstance. So if you don't see the result of an actual abortion, like, if it's hidden away, if it's something that happens in some little office somewhere and you don't see, you know, how the remains of that baby are discarded in the trash or used oh, stop that. Stop or that. used. No, I'm, this is me asking you or, or putting forward a serious situation. I'm a person though, man. Spare me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that does happen, but I'll just keep going. Or the, the, the fetus being basically parts of it used for whatever, uh, science for, you know, to create whatever, like, you know what I mean? Using, actually using parts of it. You know, I think there's something in Hollywood where they use, like, baby's blood or dead baby something for, like, collagen and shit. They say it's good for youth. Well. That's some dark shit. I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. You know who somebody who, who is uh, accused of that, and I'll look it up while you get your thought out, is a Sandra Bullock. Well, no, that that's my point. That if if things are are hidden away, then it's easier for us to not have to deal with them and and not think about what's really happening, right? It's, it's kind of like with the whole meat eating thing. I know there's some people who don't give a shit, right? But if you're actually there and seeing the baby lamb that's about to create your <laughs> veal <laughs> getting slaughtered, you might feel a little bit differently. So I'm wondering if the whole abortion thing is. If we really knew what was happening, if, we, if more people wouldn't see it differently and be like, you know what? No one is taking away from you the trauma, the whatever, everything you, no one is taking that away from you. But the child is now, it's, 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 a, it's a living being. So if you don't want it, you know, no questions asked, we'll get it, the child adopted, whatever, but it's now a living being. You know, and to just discard it like whatever is there's a reality to that is all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I listen, it does make me feel differently when uh when you put it that way. It does. But it's it's we still can't can't make that choice for her, man. I don't think we can. From my perspective, I, I mean I don't it, it might sound like I'm a like I'm pro life. I'm actually kind of indifferent to both arguments like i think it is fucked up like obviously i'm not saying everything i just described uh is <laughs> is uh it's great i'm not saying that but i think the world has so much fucked up shit going on that's just another thing to add to it like the, we don't need to pretend you know what i mean so i think the the best way i can describe my opinion on it is a bit indifferent like i don't i'm not saying that you should be pro-choice or pro-life i, I don't really care about that argument, I guess. So it seems like you're neutral. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's circumstantial, man. Uh, I think to be to paint any either of those two things so broadly is hard. And I think when you do, you find yourself in situations where you find yourself like things aren't fair. Because not every situation is alike. I think there's a way that we can approach most situations. But to set a law, which is a very black and white thing, right, is... It is the standard. When we set a standard and we say this is what's going to happen, now we're looking at those things in a very black and white manner. And sometimes there's a shade of gray in there. And whether or not you think they should be the woman's choice or not, 
You know, I, I see both sides of it. I feel for that child. Now that you made me think of that child, I feel for it. Because, you know, when you have your opinion, you're kind of stuck in your way. And you're only seeing it the way you see it. When you put it like that, man, it's like, damn, I do feel for that for that unborn baby. And is it fair to end their life? I think it's wrong for us to make the decision for the person. If this is a, a well-bodied, normal woman contributing to society, I mean, we all got a shit, right? But for the most part, you know, she has a good head on her shoulders. What are we doing? You know, we're telling her that she can't do that, but and now and now and now we're scared to 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 put somebody to to death. Like, what are we doing over here? We're, we're becoming a soft society, cynic. We're becoming <laughs> soft. I just put something in the chat. Um, so Sandra Bullock uses, I think, Korean baby foreskin. What? And she injects that into her face, <laughs> and it's believed to give you. You know, with the whole collagen effect, youthful, doesn't allow you to age. Sandra Bullock for her age does look great. I think that's interesting enough for us to mention it. I was like, I don't know if it's dead babies or something <laughs> that she uses. So I was a little little off. But <laughs> but there is a thing where babies, you've heard about, we talked about that. We talked about everything on this podcast, that people drink like babies' blood and stuff. I like think. The, uh, like the top 1% or something, right? That they do shit. There's stuff in the black market that's going on that. I'm surprised it's even. This got out like that. She was on Ellen when she was talking about that. But that is some weird stuff, my man. So just to kind of switch gears real quick, man. I know that we. Uh, you sent me an article. Yeah. On that pipeline, man. And uh, some, some attacks on the pipeline. Do we want to talk about that briefly before we get out of here? Maybe we can just touch on it and, and go into it next week. This is a this is ripe for conspiracy theory, this topic. You know, these, this, this pipeline. Because supposedly there is no one knows who did it. The easiest answer is to say Russia did it. Mother Russia. But there are interesting views or, or takes on how... The U.S. itself could be responsible for it, and wh- and why they would do something Whoa. like that. Oh, right. So for anyone who doesn't know, there is. Uh, I didn't know that we were in the mix here. Pipe, of course, you're always in the mix. You know that. <laughs> you, you're everything's your fault. So <laughs> I love it. There's a pipeline running under the uh, Baltic Sea that brings gas from uh, Russia to to Europe, basically through Germany and. There was an existing pipeline, and there was supposed to be a second one coming online this year. And then Russia got froggy and decided to invade Ukraine. So the project to get the second one online was stopped. And now, Russia having all these sanctions on them, everyone basically hating Russia, rightfully so, they're being backed into a corner. And, of course, what they would like is to get the countries to start buying their their oil and their gas or whatever again um, i guess oil more than anything because the gas was flowing so the one side says that they sabotaged the pipeline that they damaged it on purpose to kind of put the europeans in a shitty position mm. um and bring them i guess to the table and and talk about you know whatever but I've heard also, and I think you sent me a video on this first with one guy who said that the U.S., I think this guy's like an anti-Biden guy anyway. So he's saying the U.S. would have done it because the, mm. the, the, the reason that what they have to gain out of that is you put Europe, particularly Germany, because Germany is super reliant idiotically on oh, Russian gosh. gas. Yeah, You put these countries here in, in a really shitty position where they have to then say okay we can't go into the winter without you know gas to heat up houses and whatever so whatever it is that you need whatever it is that you want you know we'll we'll do so forcing europe to be in a position where they'll go along with whatever the us um basically wants to happen or whatever or russia just putting that out there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, these conspiracy theories can go either way. So, yeah, that's the thing with the pipeline. Maybe we get into it next week. Let's see. It depends how much meat is on that bone. I can imagine for people in the States, it might be a bit boring. It's a fucking pipeline under the water. It has nothing to do with the U.S. But it has everything to do with what's going to happen now in the winter in Europe. But I think that's one thing that hopefully we can teach people. That just because it's not happening in your backyard doesn't mean that it's not happening and that it doesn't matter. Mm. You know, hopefully us talking about these things can shed light on these things and people can realize that 
people are being affected because if you live on that side of the world and you, if you're in that region and you have you're staring down the barrel of possibly the coldest winter <laughs> literally <laughs> like that shit that's just crazy. Like I, I think it's crazy that people are going to war and they're still make people making dancing TikTok. And I, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when the Ukraine thing happened, right? There's people dying. There's people dying. There's people fleeing. There's bombs being dropped on their on in their town, and we have somebody in Alabama or somebody in Australia that's doing the new. It's so we're so out of touch sometimes because it's not affecting us. And I think we need to be more inclusive about things that are going on in the world because I just think we need to be more empathetic towards each other. Any of us could be in that situation. And if we were in that situation, we won't want somebody to help. We don't want somebody dancing on TikTok. We, we don't want that person to care. Mm. Hopefully topics like that get people more attuned to what's going on and, and we can start just practicing that. Because I think if we all cared a little more. Maybe we wouldn't even consider shutting off gas so millions of Germans are in a fucked up situation come wintertime. I don't think people will care too much. I mean, they might care, up. but it's like, what can they do? That's the take, you know, and, and, it's, and it's true. Like, what can but they the do? the people have the power. No, the what, people what can have people the power. Do? Here's the thing, though, is that there's too much selfish people. Mm-hmm. If we all got on board and attacked any of that type of shit head on, like, let's say for oil, when they were fucking... Um, raising those prices. If we all stop buying oil for two days, it would cripple them. Cripple them. They won't fuck with us anymore. They're not going to put that shit at $8 anymore. We fucking have the control, Cynic, but there's too much selfish people out here that say, you know what? That's not affecting me. You know what? My family's eating. You know what? I'm good. So I'm not going to get involved in that. And, there, and it's that attitude that I'm not going to get involved in that. It's the same attitude where it's like, well, out of sight, out of mind. If it's happening on that side of the world, it ain't happening over here. I don't give a fuck. And we need to understand that we have the power because we are the numbers. We are the numbers, bro. And there's strength in numbers. We hold more power than we understand. But there's too much people that are caught up in their own shit that they don't want to fight that fight, man. And I'm not saying putting your family's you know livelihood or your family's future on the line for a cause but we can all care a little more even if it's in germany yeah i can tell you that over here there's uh, a lot of talk about how people are going to prepare for the coming winter cutbacks using less heating not using so many electric not using so much electricity shutting off lights yeah it's real <laughs> We're fucking plague over here. What are we doing over here? Medieval times? We got to get ready for the coldest winter. And, I, and I'm making light of it in that funny voice, but it's not funny. No, I mean, there are people who funny, already, um, whose utility bills have already more than doubled, some tripled. There are people who literally can't afford anymore to pay their rent because this shit is real, the utilities bro. are have been like have jumped, have gone through the roof. So that's the teaser. Come back. <laughs> Come back next episode. We can touch on that next week. Next episode. Yeah, man. Because I, I don't want to do it a disservice by not being able to really do- dive into it. But I feel like it's shit that needs to be spoken about. And hopefully people start caring about it more, man. And hopefully the U.S. ain't fucking involved in that shit. Because it's a dirty game. It's a dirty game. And I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be either. I wouldn't be surprised, man. But right now it's looking like Russia. So keep us off the hit list. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Should we do that quote? Let's do the quote, man. Let's ripple rattle, but daddle to daddle, but daddle to chattle, faddle, waddle. Get out of here. Ooh. Skedaddle. Everything but skedaddle. <laughs> he said everything but skedaddle. <laughs> and skedaddle. All right. So this, this uh, week's quote is from Niccolo Machiavelli. Oh, this Russian piece of shit. He was Italian. What do you Oh, Hey, by the way, I got nothing against Russia. Uh, uh, the people are beautiful people. For the ones that see the light, I'm talking about the government, okay? So just want to put that out there. You Russian piece of shit. Everyone sees what you appear to be. Few experience what you really are. That's it. 
Give it to me one more time and slow down there, fucking Jeff Gordon. Let that sit a bit. Give it to me Damn, again. That was slow. What is this fucking no, kindergarten? No, now? no. Listen, we're American over here. We gotta, there's weight in the words. You just weren't prepared. Give it to me again. Everyone sees what you appear to be. Few experience what you really are. Listen, it's just, it's the dramatic pauses. You gotta let things sit. Cause words are man. First of all, I love words, bro. You know I love words. <laughs> that sounds words. so fucking weird. I love. Words. I love. I'm a lover of words. I, yeah, I know it is weird, but it's the weight in the work. You hit that one out the park, man. So let that simmer. No stoners. Hey, thanks for coming back, man. Joining us for episode two. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I know we enjoyed it, Cynic. We got a little passionate today, baby. But hey, it's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Yavol. Real shit. We talked about some stuff today that I think people really need to start thinking about. Yeah, we talked about all a lot jokes of shit aside, bro. <laughs> like, this is a serious show, people. <laughs> you know, yeah. we you know we're gonna have some uh, this jokes, isn't a bro. Game. This isn't a fucking game like the judicial system that we have here in the <laughs> states. Really start thinking about it. Understanding that we have more power than than they want to leave us to believe. Because once they understand that we understand that, they have to reformat it. Yo, next time gas prices spike, people stop buying gas for two days. It could be a weekend. Like, let's think about that, man. Let's think about that next time they fuck with these gas prices. If we do something like that, we're going to gain the power. It's just, it's just going to shift. And when it crumbles, trust me, they're going to put it out there for 14 cents. I promise you. You guys, you guys need to do something like a flash mob. So just un- yeah. unannounced, just last minute. Okay, now, boom, everybody stops using whatever or doing whatever. And just do shit like that randomly. I know, but there's there's people out here that are fucking zombie cynic. It doesn't affect me. So you know what? I'm still going to put gas on Tuesday because it doesn't affect me. <sighs> We're out of here, man. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you guys on the other one. Take care of yourselves and each other. Catch y'all next time. Same time. Same place. Same channel. Is that the yes, right sir. order? Yes, that is the best order. <laughs> Un Peace. In this situation, when there is not a question of guilt, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing?